Hello everyone. Tonight's episode is about Robert Hayden. If you haven't heard of Robert Hayden, he is a former obstetrician and gynecologist who last month was sentenced to 20 years in prison for sexually abusing many of his patients. Between 1987 to 2012, Hayden abused many of his patients under the pretense of doing a medical examination. I'm going to warn you... um, I'm going to discuss the details of what exactly he did to some of his patients, and it's quite graphic. But as I um, get into the details, um, you'll you'll have a very clear picture that his practices were definitely not the typical quote-unquote medical examination. There's no way anyone in their right mind could call this a medical examination. There's no way a doctor could call what he did to his patients a medical examination. What he did to his patients, what he did was violate them. Um, Based on evidence presented at the trial and other court filings, for Nearly 25 years between 1987 and 2012, Robert Hayden sexually abused and assaulted at least a dozen of his female patients. Some numbers are even up to 200 patients that he may very well have assaulted sexually but there are a dozen confirmed cases. And some of his patients, the abuse wasn't a one-time thing. Some of the cases were done repeatedly to some of these women. Robert Hayden was employed as an obstetrician and a gynecologist by Columbia University Medical Center. Hayden used his position as a medical doctor employed at a prestigious medical institution to make or attempt to make his victims believe that the sexual abuse he inflicted on them was appropriate and medically necessary. 
Now when I get into these graphic details, I'm baffled that I'm going to use my words um, carefully because I am not in any way, shape, or form trying to shame any of the victims. But when I get into the graphic details, I am just baffled how any patient could have believed that some of the things he did to them was medically necessary. Some of the things he did to them was outrageous. If it had happened to myself, I would have been in shock. Initially, I would have been in shock, but trust me, um, I would have got the heck up off of that table and dressed once my initial shock wore off. And there would be no way that a doctor or anyone else could have convinced me that what he did was medically necessary. I think, um, I think as patients, um, we have the belief that we can trust our medical practitioners. So um, we don't question sometimes the things they say or they do. It kind of reminds me um, when you're a child in school how you don't question the authority of your teacher or your principal or an adult in general. But even as adults, we have to realize um, not everybody has our best interest at heart, not even our medical practitioner. What he did was exploit the doctor-patient relationship. He built rapport with his victims. He asked his victims invasive questions about their sex life, including about which sexual positions they preferred. And he even asked some of them if they were able to enjoy sex. And he provided unsolicited advice on numerous sexual topics. He also used a breast and vaginal exam to hide his abuse by isolating his patients and conducting fake examinations. Now, I've had a pap smear with um, just my doctor in the room. My doctor's a female. Not that women aren't capable of being sexual predators, because they are. I mean, I know hearing of women being sexual predators isn't as common as hearing about men being sexual predators, but it does happen. 
but I've had a pap smear with just my doctor in the room. No nurse or no one, but I think it's um very important, very necessary for the patient's comfort and for the doctor's um comfort just to need, you know just to know just have that protective layer up that's what i'm going to call it a protective layer up to have a nurse in the room then there's no chance of something um that should never happen to a patient happening and also so a patient cannot make a false um can't falsely accuse a doctor of being unprofessional so it's it's best it's good for the doctor and it's good for the patient it gives the doctor a layer of prote of protection so they don't get falsely accused and it gives the patient a layer of protection in case the medical practitioner does not have their best interest at heart in case their medical medical practitioner is another Robert Hayden. So it's good for both the patient and the doctor to have the nurse during a breast exam or a pap smear or whatever in the room. It just allows that extra layer of protection for both parties. During these um, so-called breast exams and vaginal exams, Robert Hayden sexually abused his victims in various ways, including by massaging and groping their breast for a prolonged period of time. And while he would be groping their breast, he would also pinch them on the breast, twist their breast. He even once extracted colostrum from a, from a victim's breast and tasted it. Yes, I said, tasted it. Now, if I was a mother and I was breastfeeding and a doctor did something like that to me, I mean, I would have been blown away. Initially, I would have been shocked, but I mean, everybody responds different. And sometimes when someone says something to you or does something to you, excuse my language, but it brain fucks you. It really does. And you'll be in a state of shock like a deer caught in the headlights and you don't know how to respond at the moment. So I would have definitely been shocked, but I would have been like, I would have got the heck up off of that table. I would have got dressed. I would have been out of there. So I'm not, um, I'm not blaming the, any of the patients for how they reacted. If this would have happened to anyone, any woman would have been shocked. 
I'm just explaining how I would have responded. I would have initially been shocked, but I would have got up and got the heck out of there. And if um, the pinching, the twisting, and the manipulating the victim's breast to have colostrum extracted from it, if that wasn't enough, he would inappropri inappropriately touch their privates. He even, this is pretty graphic, he even licked a victim's privates. Yes, you heard me right. I mean, it has to get to some point. I mean, that you're going to know that this examination is unethical. And most of these women, I'm sure, um, I won't say most. I'll say some of these women, I know this probably wasn't their first vaginal or breast exam. So you kind of know what to expect and what not to expect. And there is just no way that a patient could have thought that their doctor extracting milk from their breast or colostrum, whatever you want to call it, and tasting it is a normal breast exam. There is no way a patient could think that a doctor licking their privates during a, an exam is a normal part of an exam. I'm not patient shaming, I'm not victim shaming the things that this doctor did were horrendous. But I'm also um, blown away to, to think that any patient, unless this were their first exam, would actually think that this was an ethical exam. That there wasn't something heinously wrong with this exam. The judge imposed the statutory maximum penalty for each count of conviction to run concurrently. Robert Hayden, he was given 20 years. He was ordered to pay $10,000. It was 10000 for a sentence to a life of supervised release in order to pay 10000 the 10000 was a fine, and he had to pay $400 special assessment fee. The court described the defendant's conduct as exceptional and unprecedented, shocking in the extreme, horrific and depraved.
and they said that the that the defendant was had a skillfulness at deception. So definitely next time I have any exam that requires me to even take as much as my shirt off, I will be requesting a nurse in the room. And I suggest that if you're getting a breast exam, a vaginal exam or whatever, ask for a nurse to be present in the room. Thankfully, most of our medical practitioners aren't depraved like Robert Hayden. They have their patient's best interest at heart. But the Robert Haydens of the world make us have to ask for a nurse in the room just to have that extra layer of protection up, extra layer of protection up for the patient and for the doctor as well. Because I'm sure there's been patients who have made false allegations about doctors. I'm sure there's been patients that, you know, have just got it wrong. And they've assumed something. Now, I don't think any patients made any wrong assumptions about Robert Hayden. Robert Hayden is definitely a depraved individual. Well, anyway, um, I've started a little bit of a business venture on the side. Besides the podcast and the writing that I that I do, I also have a full-time job, but I've started a little bit of a business venture on the side in which um, I'm designing phone cases. If you're interested in viewing any of my phone cases, you can find them at either 3727fd.myshopify.com or you can go on my Instagram page and hit the link, the link and it'll take you right to the phone cases. Um, the phone cases um, are innovative phone case designs. I have every I have a little bit of something for everybody. I have palm I have the blah 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 I can't talk tonight. <laughs> um I have all kinds of designs. Everything from palm trees to skulls. The cases are impact resistant, slim and tough. They're in over 64 different sizes. They range between $14 to $24 depending on what type of case you're looking at. I would definitely go on there and check it out, see if there's anything that you like. I have lots to choose from. Well, anyway, um, thanks for listening to tonight's episode. If there is any case you would like for me to um, 
discuss, then you can um, either go on my Instagram page and direct direct message me. But let me know right away that um, it's about a case because unless I know or know of you, I typically don't respond to direct messages. But if you, um, but I will take a little peek here and there, but I don't respond back. But if you um, say in the first sentence um, that it's about a case, then I will read your message and I'll check out the case. And if I can find enough information to discuss the case, then I will do a future episode on it. Or you can even email me at um, Angela M. Martin 1977 at gmail.com about a case you would that you're that you would like me to do an ep- you would like me to do an episode on. And Thanks for listening to tonight's episode and good night.